be the world champion with a body like that. And this man. And that's the bottom line. And now, your world podcast champions. Welcome to another, some say stainless or santalizing or whatever. I don't know. Welcome to rumbling reality. It's a scandalous rumbling reality. We'll I, don't know what I, was, I don't know what I was going to say. Is it tantalizing? I don't know. I don't uh, know what the hell you were trying to come up with. Well, uh, how's everybody doing today? If you have not listened to the show before, I am Ramsey. And the other guy over on the other side is... Travis Falhark, and if you have never listened to us before, f off. I don't, I, I don't understand. It's not a very that. good way to get people to start listening, but I agree. I don't f understand off. why it took you so long to, to come over to the show. Like yeah. I don't get this. I mean, I if you're a wrestling fan, wouldn't you want to listen to some wrestling stuff? I don't know. Wouldn't you want to listen to opinions of guys who who love the wrestling business just like you do? Yeah, Travis loves guys, so you know. I mean, Ramsey doesn't like to talk about his personal life like he just did mine. So, Whoa. but we all know that he has to clean out his closet every now and then. You know, yeah, yeah. Eminem. Uh, let's see, one second for me. So, uh, we're good. So, uh, what do you want to talk about <laughs> first, Travis? <laughs> well, I want to talk about the lack of professionalism of. I want to make sure I'm recording first before we actually start this thing, well, even though we had just started. Well, you know what? I don't know what to tell you. Say, say, I am Ramsey and I suck. Um, sorry, that does uh, not happen here at Rumbling oh. Reality. Ramsey yeah. encompasses all. Oh, it happens all. behind closed doors. <laughs> no, no I, 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 I screwed myself on that one. <laughs> oh, I bet you do that regularly. I don't know why you're so damn hyper. It's Sunday morning, kind of Sunday evening or Sunday afternoon. It's Usually. not even evening. How can you throw afternoon? Out afternoon. It's not even it's not even noon yet. So it's Okay, let's get on the first major topic. <laughs> it's we won't stay in it too much cuz there may not be a lot of football fans here. I No, def- I I'm definitely talk about this. I know where you're going. With I'm this, definitely not a fan of football, so not really so. Travis, Whatever. you can you can you can uh, take it in cuz you're a football guy. Well, yeah, cuz it's awesomeness to a certain degree. Um Keep it short and so, sweet cuz this is not a very, you know, popular topic, honestly. I mean, it's a very interesting topic interesting. considering over the last year. Yeah. Uh, but looks like uh, we're looking at potentially the rejuvenation of the XFL UFL. on its way. Huh? Uh, UFL. No, 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 no. It's, it's up for debate still. No, they actually, still... Uh, one of the major companies, major Facebook, Unilater, or, Unilad or one of those uh, athletic. Oh, NFL's Facebook, I think, said uh, Vincent Mann trademarked. Um, UFL. UFL, yeah. Yeah, United Football League is what they called it. Um, but the XFL is still a name that's under consideration because um, about this time last year is when the uh, 30 for 30, I believe, came mm-hmm. out for the XFL. And uh, to an overwhelmingly positive response from people that actually enjoyed the little show. Um, and shortly thereafter, Vince McMahon went and trademarked several XFL names uh, and when I say names, I'm talking about like team names and phrases and things like that. So the story that's making the rounds, also reported by Dave Meltzer, who I've said for numerous times, is 
uh, is a guy who's pretty pretty much a uh, he's a reliable source on anything wrestling you want to learn about. Um, he said that Vince McMahon is looking to start a new company, mm-hmm. and uh, because a lot of people are under the impression that WWE is the company, and yes, WWE while is the name well, of a yeah. company. Their uh, their parent company is called Titan Sports. So Vince McMahon is wanting to start a new company that's going to be called Alpha Entertainment. Um, and he's apparently running this out of his own money, which I don't really believe that, but that's just my opinion. Um, and he's looking to potentially rejuvenate the XFL. Rejuvenate! Or, like, or as you were pointing out, uh, it could also be now called the UFL, since he apparently trademarked that as well. So um, there's a lot of questions that are still left to be answered. But according to Meltzer, he said that we should know something as soon as next month as to exactly what this is, whether it's just that as a rumor and it's something that is just, you know, somebody heard something and blew it out of proportion, or we may be looking at another new uh, football league being developed so you never know it, yeah. it's 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 interesting it's an interesting topic so i don't i don't know i don't know how i would feel about it returning um yeah. I, I i almost think it's not a very amazing idea to make it called xfl again if that failed the first time it's almost well, better to start with a new name well even Meltzer was saying that it's a it's it's a different class. i want to start a wrestling business and let's name it wcw Hey, you know, I mean, I think like, Woman Crush Wednesday kind of took that now, but I will <laughs> yeah. always say it. I will always say it. WCW does not represent some trashy hoe that you have a crush on. Okay. Whoa. WCW Whoa. stands for World Championship Wrestling, not Woman Crush Wednesday. You I never understand thought the that? Same thing. Huh? I've always thought the same thing. Exactly. My WCW was something of importance while your WCW is something you're never going to get. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't need to, I don't need your filled of WCW posts on Instagram and whatnot. Freaking people trying to take away my, my, my thunder. I hate it. Um, let's go to the next topic. Cause you are sassy today. I'm uh, a sassy massy man. Oh, I'm <laughs> a <laughs> okay, I don't know what's up with you today. It's weird. <laughs> okay, so um, oh no, I want to talk too much about Clash of Champions because most time people are gonna be listening to this thing the rest of the week, and we can do a little summarization. What uh, any matches you're looking forward to Clash of Champions? Because I definitely am not looking forward to this pay per view at all. No, and especially after Friday's Ring of Honor pay per view that uh, was absolutely incredible. I don't, I don't really see. Clash of Champions measuring up to Ring of Honor's pay-per-view at all. Um, but I, I guess the tag team match with Owens and Zayn could potentially be the best match on the show. Um, I think, honestly, the tag team title match has more of a chance of being yeah. an awesome an awesome. Match. I can see that one doing well. Yeah. And, you know, maybe maybe Styles and Gender can pull out a good one. Uh, uh, Styles can pretty much call the match himself, you know. Um, <laughs> They'll just have Styles in a match in the ring by himself. I, I'm saying Styles is one of those uh, unique athletes that could probably go out there and have a match with a broom and steal the show. So, I mean, it's it's 
it could be good, but I honestly think out of all the matches, it'll be the, the fatal four-way tag title match that'll actually be the, the best match on the entire show. Think so? so? I do, I do. You I don't think I like... Mojo versus uh, Zack Ryder's going to be good? The kickoff match on the kickoff show? Hey, yeah. You never know. I mean, it's happened before. The New Day and Usos apparently had a show ceiling performance. I love what you say apparently, like, so you never, like you never watched it. I, I haven't yet. Which I'm just saying it's funny because you heard it was good. And, and you're, you're not the only person. I mean, who goes back to watch the kickoff shows? Not me. Exactly. <laughs> but if you do want to watch the match, and this is where I was about to say, and I, and I haven't done it yet, but they've added a uh, best of 2017 uh, collection on the WWE Network, and that's one of the matches in the collection. So. Oh. So you can always go back and just watch that match in that collection, which I haven't done yet, but that's what's on my to-do list. So talking about WWE Network, you know what I've done the last six, seven days? Or no, six watch days. Watch WWE Network. Every sing- I don't know. <laughs> Every single day I've watched at least one Royal Rumble. <laughs> I get in these weird fads. So I've, I've watched like, I think two, all the way up until like 1999 or something like that, all the way up until 2009. Uh-huh. So yeah, got a lot of uh, got a lot of Royal Rumble Royal I can't talk Royal Rumble hours down my belt. So is there something in particular that? No, like, I'm just I was just getting pumped up for Rumble. Getting pumped up for the Rumble. It's my, my favorite pay per views of the year, man. So the ten year the that ten year span mm-hmm. from '99 to 2009. What was your favorite Rumble? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, the time Dean Malenko won. So that rumble we know didn't exist. <laughs> I don't even like Dean Malenko. I just want to see if you're retarded enough to agree with me. Uh, Are you for real now? You're talking to the historian. Oh seriously? god, more like the Boar historian. Uh, wow, um, you, that is so not even funny or cheesy or anything. I, well, knowing me, it'd have to be either when Triple H made his comeback and won the rumble uh-huh. after his quad injury, uh-huh. or out of those out of those rumbles, or um. Batista winning one of them, right? Uh, well, 2002 would be the Triple H one, and then it, within that time frame that you listed, yes, Batista won 05. And then my least favorite would be Rey Mysterio winning. Really? Hell yeah, what the? I've never been a Rey fan. I mean, I don't, his, some of his matches are okay when he's going against people that are his same stature, but I just it's not believable to me he could beat somebody like a Triple H up. It just, it really, I have such an imagination. I love comics, all this stuff. But I can't. I can only suspend my belief so much. You're talking. Wait. You can only suspend your belief that Rey Mysterio Suspense, couldn't yeah. beat up. Couldn't beat up like Triple H or Randy Orton, which were the other. Randy two. Orton, yeah, but not freaking okay. Triple H. Not Triple H. But yet you're the same guy that believes in the Undertaker being a dead man walking. What? Let's. let's I've let's... never been a giant Taker fan either. I'm talking about just winning in an actual. Like... Oh my god! Now. No, so you're you're talking about fan. a character compared to a fighting fighting skills. No, I'm talking about overall that this is wrestling. You're meant I've to never suspend said your belief. Taker. I never my whole life thought unless I was like maybe like ten years old. I never thought Taker was a real dead man. What kind of question is that, Travis? How much coffee well, did you drink? Because I haven't drank any yet, for one. And drink two, some coffee. You have an excuse. You're supposed to. No, I don't need. I don't need excuses. I just need to put you in your place. Oh my this, god! You're this. just a Ray Mysterio fan. You don't remember no, us watching I'm not, I'm stuff. Not a huge, I'm not a huge Ray Mysterio <laughs> fan. Oh, okay. My name's not Tyler Byrne, dude. Wait, <laughs> is Tyler the one who liked him a lot? Tyler's the one who's uh, obsessed with. Oh, that's yeah. 
Tyler likes it, a little Ray Ray. Yeah, which he he might be making a WWE comeback. I in saw, and probably win the title. Oh no, they wouldn't do that. They oh really? That's that good. I don't think they would do that with Ray, and and and, and I don't mean that as probably kill somebody Ray again. Mysterio, but I I don't think I don't think WWE ever saw him as being like a top guy. Would you not so. be a little scared to have a guy that accidentally killed somebody in the ring? No, I wouldn't. Oh, I would. If I was I the guy fighting the guy, it wasn't anything he did. I know. I'm just, I'm just messing. I know, but I'm just, I watched. And the it was a. Now. And by the way, to that, that was a, that was a very freak. I know. I'm watching. Uh, I'm just playing devil's advocate. But if you guys want to see something weird and scary and really sad, um, there's a, the, there's so many videos of it. Rey Mysterio, what did six one nine on a guy? I think. No, what happened was he. Well, he was setting it up. Setting uh, it up like the normal, the yeah. normal procedure. Like, and he did it a million times. We saw it in WWE oh, yeah. dozens of times where he would do the drop toe hold to set them up on the middle rope for the six one nine. And uh, when he went to deliver the six one nine, the guy was motionless, like did not move, did not react, did not do anything. And as it turns out. For those that are unaware, you can always go watch the video. And yes, it's it is very surreal, and it's it, it is probably one of the most scariest things that has ever been caught on on any kind of wrestling footage. Um, but Ray went and gave the drop toe hold to set him up, and apparently when he hit the middle rope, I guess he literally hit just the right spot that caused his neck to whiplash so much. Even in such little force as a drop to hold, it severed his spinal column. Yeah. So it instantly killed him. Let me ask you now: What was from 1999 to 2009? What was your favorite Rumble winner? Uh, favorite Rumble winner? Yeah. Um, let's see. 99. There's a lot there. There Somewhere. is. There's. A, there's a lot. So many. So I'm. So I'm Damn! I forgot HBK had a pretty good win too. HBK didn't win that in in, the, in that sequence. Oh, oh really? Oh, maybe it was yeah, 98? Yeah, no, you're good. He, he didn't win at all. Um, he's only won the Royal Rumble uh, two years, uh, 95 and 96. Oh, that's where I started from, 95. Oh, okay. Well, then, sh- dang. Then we just uh, took out four years in your 99 spiel. Well, I still I – still, uh, I'm going with my picks. Okay. Well, that's fair enough. But we'll stick with 1995, 2009, so you could have more leeway. Yeah, since now, because I was under a misconception. Um, let's see. You were born a misconception, Travis. Whatever. Uh, let's see. Uh, I like this hyper Travis. Let me think. Well, you know, it's man, it's a little difficult. Um, definitely, I'll, I'll I'll start with this one just because it's my least. Um, I wasn't a fan of the Randy Orton win in 2009. I just literally uh, finished that right now. Um, Priceless! <laughs> By the way, funny. I listened to the original version of that song, and I like the original version that Ted DiBiase debuted with at Night of Champions that year way better than the one they Oh, made. yeah. And to refresh um, people's memory, we're talking about you have Cody Rose, Ted DiBiase, and Randy Orton, and Triple H as the last four in the Rumble, and Triple H does what Triple H does and is a badass. And he pretty much gets Rhodes out, gets DiBiase out, and now he's getting, I think, DiBiase out, I believe, or Rhodes. Um, Randy Orton comes and pushes him over, and Randy Orton's the winner. Yeah. Um, if I want to go for, like, shock and awe value, um, 
John Cena definitely makes that cut from 2008 when he came back as number 30 because uh, that was the pectoral injury. Mm. Um, but for my favorite Rumble win, and I and I say this because it uh, hurry the hell it, up. I know it led up to the WrestleMania title win. Um, I'll say I will say Undertaker from 2007. Of course, I would I, I would not but, uh, I would not expect but, less though. But but to add to that Rumble, uh-huh. even you got to admit that 2007 ending to the Royal Rumble with HBK and Undertaker was oh, amazing. Yeah. And that I think is what really stemmed Vince's mind to put him in WrestleMania. I swear. It was an unbelievable finish. Really like, good. Yeah. I remember when we were watched. That was the first pay per view that I watched with you guys. And, really? Uh, yeah, that was the very first one. Uh, and man, I thought it was I, December to remember. No, 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 no. It was not. Tyler was the one that brought me over. I was, I was, I'm just I was trying to pick the wor- one of the worst pay per views I remember in a while. Right, and I actually was really looking. The title's to really good, though. Yeah, I was. <laughs> that's why I was like, oh, it's an ECW event. The the name sounds cool. I'm like, this will be this could this could be really good, and yeah, then it didn't. So, uh, you know what? Watch me eat my words tonight, and Clash of Champions end up being the best pay per view of the year. It's not going to be the I best. I know, but just knowing my life and how I do things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I I definitely I'm definitely a fan of the the taker the taker one. Uh, set up a great great uh, rumble, and yeah, we were all stoked at the uh, at the end of that. I remember when we were all watching that, we were all like, "Wow, this really is coming down to two veterans," and we all were like, "Some who's winning this thing?" Because they mm-hmm. start they did so well about so many different times where the the rumble you thought was over, and yet they still hung on or. Whatever the case may be, it was it was a very, very Cla- good. I was saying, is it Clash of Champions or Clash of the Champions? No, it's the WWE had to put their spin on things and they took out the. That's what I thought too. You know why I think Clash this is because this is how long I've been around on my uh, rum- on rumbling on rumblingrumors.com. You can tag things, and I have two tags. One says Clash of Champions. One says Clash of the Champions. Like, which one do I pick to use? And, uh, yeah, yeah. Remember. WCW was Clash of the Champions. WWE has been running with Clash of Champions. Why do they? I don't understand. Years. What was the point? Oh, whatever. That, I don't, that's a stupid topic that just annoys me. <laughs> well, you know, I have to admit when I listen, when I because I thought of, as weird as it is that we're talking about this, I thought about that very topic <laughs> earlier this week, and I was like, "What sounds better?" I was like, "Clash of the Champions" or "Clash of Champions." And I was like, you know, I actually kind of like just Clash of Champions. It sounds a little yeah, bit more clean. A little more, yeah, more concise. Yeah, I, I have to say I was a fan of COC as opposed to COTC. Yeah, I know, I know you love cock. Really? You love really? You love, that's the abbreviation. You it love, is, but that's why I'm like, really? <laughs> you love COC. Jeez, I mean. My God. <laughs> I know. Oh, I'm a little so, freaking kid. Oh, it was so good, though. That was a good one. <laughs> you know, the funny part is I actually thought that last night on Twitter and I was going to reply to somebody because like, oh yeah, I love, I love, uh, whatever he said on it. Cause they said, they said the abbreviations and like, they said like something and I was like, yeah, I know you love cock, but I was like, eh, I'm going to cause a freaking troll. So I'm right. Gonna, I'm but it would have been, it would have been funny though. Yeah. I, mean, I didn't even realize that until you said it. I was like, damn, yeah. I can't even, I can't even get out of that one. That's, that's, that's good. Um, um What's next? What, let's let, let's do let's move on from Clash of Champions because people don't want to hear all that shit too much. Um, what else? Let's talk about Ring of Honor. Let's Honor talk. Honor. No, no, no. Let's talk about Alexa Bliss because we don't have a long show today. Alexa Bliss, Travis. Do you? Okay. Good question for you. 
because we're in a we're in a southern state, menu. So this is becoming a trend now. People online pulled up Alexa Bliss's vote, voter registration and found out she's Republican. She doesn't oh. go around saying she's Republican or nothing. She doesn't say anything or nothing like that on air. Nothing. So, but people are sending her nasty tweets and hate mail over her being Republican. I don't mm-hmm. get it. What, what kind of what kind of day and age are we where people just don't appreciate the wrestler and her abilities and don't and attack her personal beliefs? Isn't that crazy to you? Uh, yeah, I mean it's 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 totally crazy. Just and because PW uh, Magazine posted it first. Well, that's the that's the problem with our. I don't want. I'm not going on a big political tirade because you don't I, know, I, yeah, I want to hear your hear your. Uh, no, point. no, because I have a I have a very strong strong belief that that's part of our problem also just as in as a whole in this country is that there's a two-party system um but that's just me and i think that's part of our issues well, technically there's not but people don't want to people are too scared to you know vote other ways they afraid their vote's going to be lost um, i mean whether you're republican or democrat the fact that you're you, you classify yourself as one of them is ridiculous anyway that's why i don't um mm-hmm. I'm, I'm neither of the sort but again okay that's texas boy uh-huh I said, okay, Texas boy. Yeah, no, I, I'm an independent. I'm a registered independent, and that's how I will stay. Um, I don't care about primaries. I don't care about any of that. Again, I'm not going to go on a huge political tirade. Um, but I think it's, I think it's dumb. I think it's stupid that that's that's what people want to get upset about. People this day and age just want to find anything and everything they can to bitch that's about what it comes something. Down to. Yeah. They do. They do. They want to find a reason to complain, and that and that's that's. And we're Plus, all we guilty of complaining because this is a show based on telling our views. But when that has almost nothing to do with wrestling at all, and it's, it's somebody's, and it's not like she goes around saying that stuff on air and stuff. It's her own freaking life. Yeah, it's like why, like who are you to judge who, who, uh, what, who, who wants to do whatever they want in their personal time or their belief and system? Did you or... know this happened to Big Cast too? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know got, that. Somebody told actually... me that on Twitter. Yeah, he actually had a. Um, this was a. This is a bit of a story that took place earlier, I believe, in the summer, like right when the. When did we talk about this? Push. I don't remember at all. I don't believe we did, but there was some. St- of all things, too, which I find this very interesting, there was apparently some backstage heat on Cass because of his political beliefs. And before I continue with that story, I find it weird that there yeah. was any kind of heat on Vince it. Vince and. Yes, is Republican. Of and all his things. wife. Is on his wife works for Donald Trump. Yeah, but but again, I I also am that guy that was like, hey, the fact that people were bad mouthing Linda McMahon for being a part of the small business category uh, in Trump's administration, I just want to say that was the dumbest thing for people to be like, why the hell does a billionaire's wife know anything about small business? I'm like, numb nuts. If you would have ever actually done some research on the actual WWE yeah. company you would realize that they were themselves a small regional promotion that turned into what you know it today. Mm-hmm. So people are just ignorant and they don't they don't do their research. Yeah, they ignorant. That's what it is. Sorry. But yeah, that's Big Cask having backstage heat because he was a huge and I and still may be, I don't know, and I don't really care. Um, being a huge Donald Trump supporter garnered some heat backstage for it. For whatever reason, it's 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 you can never win in this. It's like society. funny. It's like funny. It was like if let's say back it's in the sad. day, let's say back in the day, if you were a Triple H fan, it was just rare because everybody loves Stone Cold so much. They're like, you like Triple H? He sucks. It's like, but people say if you like, if you say you like Stone Cold, you're like, oh yeah, he's cool. 
But if you say you like somebody that other people don't, other people just don't like for some reason, they like want to get on to you. It's just, I mean, I don't know. I'm just a I'm a big believer in having your own opinion in life. I mean, you can debate about stuff, of course, but to attack somebody <laughs> who is not wanting to be who's not wanting that to be a topic or has not brought it up is weird. Well, and we live we live in a very um, aggressive society. It's it's this day and age. Yeah, people, we could say ruthless aggression. Sorry, <laughs> people don't want to. Uh, they don't want to be adults about anything. This day and age, they want to. They want to be little children that want to whine and complain. When really, it's like okay, if you want to whine and complain, you can do that, but do it in an adult fashion. You mm-hmm. know. If you want, if you don't agree with somebody, sit down and talk to them, you know. Or if you if you don't want to sit down, just keep stand it up. Classy. Yeah, just stand yeah. up or like just, lay in a bed. I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just whatever you want to do, just keep the communication classy, you know. Keep yeah. it respectful, and people don't know that. Like respect is something that has been lost in this country for almost a decade at this point. Um, she, I think that's that's part of our problem. But again. That's that's a whole other story for another show. Yep. Um, but no, I think it's stupid that people will rag on somebody for their political beliefs or whatever. It's it's just dumb. It's stupid. And if you want to talk ROH, let's keep it quick because I don't feel like we have a lot of ROH fans because nobody ever comments ROH crap on our stuff. So, oh man, whatever. I guarantee you, there's probably more. Ring I of know, I know. I'm just saying, but our fan, our base. Just because you're not a Ring of Honor fan. Oh no, man. I, I've actually been paying attention to stuff. I'm just saying that people we cater to on here doesn't really watch that stuff, bruh. You don't know that, bruh. Well, then have them comment on Twitter because I haven't had one comment on Twitter ever on any topic we've had talked about ROH or New Japan. So, Okay, well, I want, I want to continue this because I want to be like, hey, if we have even just one, <laughs> even if we have just one ROH comment when, we, when this is posted later today, I want people, okay. I want let's see. I'm like Lyndon McMahon here. I'm like the small business guy. So listen to me, okay? Okay. Well, guess what? Net neutrality. We're gonna have problems once Net everything neutral. comes through. What are you freaking? You're you're too. There's too many tangents going on here. <laughs> I know. I'm, I I'm freaking lost. Um, okay. Uh, what would you want to talk about? Did you want to talk about freaking Cody Rhodes losing the freaking title? In a very good in a very good match. I guess they had it. pre-planned confetti. They knew Cody Rhodes was gonna lose. Well, duh. I, I mean, I that's I put, you say the I same put that thing on Twitter. I put that on Twitter, and they're like, "Uh, yeah, it's wrestling." I was like, "I, I was kidding." Yeah, that's like Chris Benoit. <laughs> he gets confetti when he won the world title. Yeah, Dude, it's not like they sorry, just sorry. One more tangent, real quick. When they're during the Rumble stuff, I forgot how much I love Chris Benoit. <laughs> yeah, when he won the 2004 one. Yeah, he. They actually made him. I mean, he just. I forgot how in the ring how good he was. He was a great in-ring performer. Again, it's 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 just sad how how we're always gonna remember him. Yeah, know? he was. Set and, I know, up. and I know so many people. He are was like, set oh. up. I know so many people are like, oh, you know, I remember him as being a wrestler. I don't. I choose not to remember, and not to remember him as that guy. And it's like you can't, you can't yeah. choose not to remember him oh, that yeah. way. You know? because it's like you you can always remember the good things about people. But I'm sorry, the the bad thing that happened to end his life the way that it did, you, you can't forget that stuff. You know what I mean? You can praise him for being a good wrestler, which he was, and you can always admire him for the work that he did. But at the end of the day, what happened is what happened, mm-hmm. you know? And we're never going to really know what the full story is. We only know what, what evidence they found and 
piece together the story to the best of our knowledge. So in that sense, you know, it, it sucks. But um, just looking at it from a professional standpoint, absolutely. Benoit was, was one of the best wrestlers technical-wise um, ever. So. Oh, you know what? The Rumbles also made me miss Edgar a lot. Oh, man. Eddie I know. So freaking good. I don't know how we got on this freaking topic. I just, I don't know. I've been watching the Rumble stirred a lot of young, young emotions in me. Well, it's, you know, it, what's funny about that is thinking of, thinking of that time when Benoit and Guerrero embraced at Mania, it was hard to believe because I, I watched a video not too long ago where they were saying in just like 18, uh, like in two and a half years after that moment, that uh, WrestleMania moment took place, mm-hmm. um, both were gone. Yeah. Like, it was it was unbelievable. Two and a half or three years later is uh, within that time frame. Three and a half, so we'll say three years and two months, something around there. But yeah, so both men had had passed away three years after that moment, basically. So, but Wait, continue uh, yeah. ROH. Yeah, uh, Ring of Honor had a real solid show, final battle. Matter of fact, honestly, 2018, I think you're going to see Ring of Honor emerge as being um, a top contender to WWE. You think uh, so? I do because if you would if you would have seen, and if anybody has a chance to go and watch Final Battle, um, please do so because you'll see what I'm talking about. Ring of Honor is starting to pull out the stops. They they keep their stories very basic. Their stories are very um, simple. They're not anything over. Um, what's the word I'm thinking of? Um, overzealous, I guess is is what I was trying to get or. Um, t- uh, unbelievable. There's another good one. Yo, they're not. They're not out there. Do you what? Oh, sorry, nothing. Um, they're not out there. They're not out there. Stories. They're very simplistic, basic stories that people get invested in, and um, the wrestling itself is top notch. I mean, if you're the guy who's like Jim Cornette that doesn't like the flippy dippy stuff. Um, or thinks that it's overdone, then no, Ring of Honor is not going to be the product for you. And quite frankly, I don't think New Japan would be either. Um, but if you can actually appreciate the different form of wrestling that there is, whereas WWE does more of a storytelling-based type of product, and uh, New Japan and Ring of Honor stick more to a sports-like athleticism style, um, you would you definitely enjoy it. But yes, I do think... New Japan also has a chance of rising up as being the number two um, poten- or even becoming number one in amongst fans' eyes. Um, but Ring of Honor, I do believe, will be a top contender to WWE by this time next year. They this sold out next the year? Hammerstein Ballroom. This time next year? Yeah. Whoa. They sold out the Hammerstein Ballroom, fastest sellout in Ring of Honor history. But isn't that a pretty small venue? No, well, I mean, it depends. You remember ECW One Night Stands? So it's a very small venue. It's a, it's sold yes. out. Dude, it's sold out. I hope so. Man, I mean, but you even can admit a smaller venue can be just as impactful. Oh, definitely. Yeah, that's true. Bigger venue. That's true. And and especially with WWE here lately, have you seen the attendances of WWE shows? I don't really believe a lot of this stuff, though, man. Because really, you I've don't looked, believe I've pictures? looked back to old pictures and stuff. And a lot of times when you catch the camera, that's the same area. It is, but yeah. the whole side, for the most part, is bare. And even on the shows that they've been here in Tulsa, where there's been a camera on the side, 
they still could fill up the other side of the the arena yeah. uh, really well on that same camera. I just side. guess I just don't want to think that. I don't know. I just don't. I don't know why. I'll Dude, know. I don't, I don't want to think it either. But I'm sorry, WWE is just not the product that it once was, and it's it. And you know, a lot of it comes down to the fact that it's Vince McMahon. That's that's what it is. Well, Vince isn't McMahon it also is because Vince touch. McMahon's the one who did it is all. out of touch? Yeah. He, he is definitely out there. And Triple H is definitely something of a guy that I think once Vince steps down, and we've discussed this numerous times on this show, mm-hmm. I think uh, Triple H will be the guy who actually looks at the talent and not the, oh, look, he's got muscles, and he's six foot seven, six foot eight. Holy jeez. You know what's so six, funny 10? about watching the Rumble? You can literally see all the guys that never made it, you know? And I saw so many guys that were literally Braun Strowman knockoffs. Mike Knox, for one. Yeah. It's like literally Vince kept trying to find guys that were going to be like a Braun Strowman, and he finally found the Braun Strowman. Well, and even Braun has said here in a recent interview that that Vince has taken him as his pet project. And you never want to say that stuff online. (laughs) No, Well, no. But, I mean – you have Roman Reigns, who was Vince's pet project uh, the whole for the whole WWE, and I'm sorry, that's that's been a uh, well, in some people's eyes, it's been a failure, but maybe it, yeah. in all reality, it hasn't been a failure. Exactly. I don't think it is because we talk about him a lot. Uh, I mean, yeah, he's he's always talked about. It, so I mean, I don't know how much of a failure we can call it, but in in regards to fan popularity, um, Strowman is exactly what you would want because Vince. Vince made Strowman popular. Yeah. So, I mean, there's that. But yes, Ring of Honor, uh, just capping off with them, their show from start to finish. Again, if you if you get a chance to go watch it, uh, or find an outlet to watch it, please do so. It's it's great wrestling, great stories. Um, it'll get you involved. It, oh, it yeah. gets you interested. And let's uh, give let's go for a tiny little break. Be right back, Travi. Hey guys, this is Ramsey. If you're liking what you're hearing today on Rumble in Reality, don't be afraid to give us a good comment. Give us a five star on the podcast app you're using. If you love wrestling, uh, go to rumblingrumors.com. There's tons of wrestling stuff there for you. And if you want to talk to me or Travis, go on Twitter, WWE Ramsey or Travis Falhark. Uh, that's all I got to say. Back to the show, guys. All right, Travel. So, a couple more topics left. Uh, what are you feeling about Broken Matt Hardy? Because I, it's sad because with this new vignette, I'm already getting bored with it. <laughs> well, I don't know if bored is the right word, just, but I, I do, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of the constant, like the Bray Wyatt promo, the dueling promos that they've had have actually been, the, the promos themselves are cool. The, uh, transition between the two got really annoying. Yes. Um, the first time was good. Seeing, I hated seeing, yeah, if they would have just left it where the Woken but of course and they the Shattered Glass happened one time, and then they just had like a, uh, an interruption in the feed like they had done the previous week, that would have been okay. Yep. You know, and have it go back and forth like that. Um, but doing the Woken and Broken Glass every single time, that that kind of got a little annoying. Um, overall, though, and I'm glad you did that because I had that down as something I wanted to talk about too. Um, I think this is I think this is still going to be good for Matt because apparently 
Matt has a lot of creative freedom with this character. Really? I'm surprised by that. uh, A lot of people were, because I guess Vince has actually shown um, that he's he's letting Matt have some uh, creativity with this character. Because he might trust Matt. I think that plus he he got it over. He he before he ever got to WWE had this broken gimmick over. It was the one of the most popular things in wrestling at the time and Vince can see money. So I think he's like, okay, if I let Matt have some creative freedom on this, then he can bring this thing back, uh-huh. you know. So I I do think that he has an opportunity uh to really shine. Um, and this could be a lot of people think this could be what can save Bray Wyatt too because the the promos are good and for anybody that says that Bray Wyatt sucked, speaks though, anybody that says that Bray Wyatt speaks incoherently just doesn't really get what he's saying in yeah. his promos because he's really not he's not speaking he's not speaking uh, unclearly at all it's just it's told in a in a tale like way you know what I mean like he he just compares certain things to other uh, objects and if you get you if you get that then you can understand what he's saying and that's the thing that annoys me is people are just like oh my god he just rambles on and doesn't say anything and he's like no not really if you actually pay attention mm. you know he's actually saying something but that's what makes the character unique is that he doesn't have to come straight forward and tell you anything he can tell stories like that and yeah. it's just as interesting um Okay, well, let's see. What I had another topic for you too. Besides that, oh, what was it? What was it? Um... Well, while you search for the depths of it in your brain, um, I got one that I thought was really interesting to read this week. Okay, uh, we could be looking at the potential jumping of two more TNA guys to WWE. Oh, I remember. Uh, what was his name? What was the name? What's the name? What's the name? I forgot. I don't know how you can forget they're two of the biggest guys in TNA right now. Or Impact or whatever they're called. I forgot. Wow, really? Okay. Um, Lashley could be making a comeback. Blah. Whatever, don't blah that. Oh, Bobby Lashley. It's like... I enjoyed Bobby Lashley. Eh. So, And he's actually gotten so good. Uh, oh, can you talk I- on the mic now, finally? He's really he's he well. Here's the thing, Ramsey. This is something that people. Dude, forget. here's the thing, Ramsey. He's a two. Remember. He's a two sport athlete. He's he's been competing in Bellator. I don't so care. If you you're should. entertainment wrestling sports entertainment crap, you need to talk on the mic correctly and get me interested. Sorry. Okay. Well, if again, if you go and watch his development throughout his That's tenure with Impact, yeah. he's done very well about making himself more uh, important. Basically, he became the Brock Lesnar for TNA, and it worked, and it worked very well. Only he just worked a lot more than what Lesnar did. Yeah. Um, I just got a problem with any African American coming to uh, WWE because every oh, time I every time I get invested in him, whatever whoever they are, Vince does not push him. So I'm like, why get invested and want him to win matches if they're never going to freaking let him win? Well, to be fair, Bobby was was getting a push. I mean, I know, he, but it's really annoying to me. It's like even like Lost Stars. I mean, Jeff Hardy and different guys have always liked. It's hard for me to get super invested anymore. I'm like, how far is Vince really going to let him? And I feel like with Enzo has been an African American, every time Vince never lets him go. Besides Booker T, I can't truly think of somebody who's really pushed. 
Oh, well, hell, Booker T. I don't even think you can put Booker T on there as being a well Well, guy. I mean, because he, I know, I mean, because he was champion at least and stuff. Yeah, I was like, can you, you remember the the god-awful buildup and match? Hey, King Booker was funny, H. though. King Booker was funny, but I was talking about the Triple H Oh, match God, don't get me started. That's, but that was my point. Anytime I really, really enjoy somebody, um, that's You not... weren't the only one that got invested into that and got sorely disappointed. Oh, I know. I mean, There's it, so many people to this day that are like, that was one of the worst times that Triple H could have gone over, and the way he did it was absolutely horrendous. If it's not a big, big white guy who's pumped up and eight foot tall and that I'm into, then I'm probably not going to get uh, that invested anymore because it just doesn't happen for me. Whether it's a CM Punk or whoever it is, anytime they're a small stature, no matter what color, if they're a small stature, it doesn't push them, a.k.a. freaking Finn Balor. Which we'll get into that. To that was one of the things I talk about. Yeah. Um, but FYI, the second guy that I think you actually would be happy to see jump ship, actually coming back to WWE, mm -hmm. Ethan Carter the Third. EC3. EC3 could be on his way back to WWE. Why would I like him? Man, have you not seen how he does the EC3 character? Him leaving WWE was the best thing that happened to him. What was his name in WWE again? Derek Bateman. Yeah, that's probably why he never got, never got over. Exactly. It's the dumbest name you could have. Um, but he he left, went to TNA. And to be honest, I would classify him as being more of a TNA guy as opposed to WWE since WWE never really did anything with him. And he was there for a little bit, had a cup of coffee or two, and then got released. And he went and became a huge star uh, in TNA. He became one of their top guys. Yep. So he, to me, could be classified as a TNA original. One of the few success stories to come from it here in the last five years. <laughs> um, but yeah, Finn Balor, man. man. Oh, man. Do you, okay, so while, we're, while we start that, I want to I actually kind of bring this up. Did you see that they've released a new shirt for him? No. Okay, so here's the shirt. It says Balor Club forever, and it emphasizes, like he does, the word over in forever by putting Yo, the first yeah, O in red and then the word ever at the very end in red. So my question is, has this been a whole plan this whole time? Like, has this been set up? You never know, honestly. What, if it would... And if, if, Why would okay, you have a t-shirt if it wasn't? That's you know? true, but I think Vince and Triple H are good at capitalizing on things that are make money. And for them to actually actually go along with the storyline and think, oh, we did it all along. I just feel like, I mean, I, mean, if the, I could see them saying that, but I don't think they meant to do this. And it'd be, it could be good for Finn Balor. That's a good point. I mean, it, I think this could be the best thing that happens to Finn Balor, depending on how... Depending on how the T-shirt sells, because I personally want one. Um, it's a cool-looking design too, so that's kind of why I want one. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's had he's had ungodly amount of fan support since this whole story came out that Vince doesn't see him as a top guy, and that's that was something that you I think you saw it when I did my little video on Twitter. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. uh, He's funny. Like, you, your little video thing made me thought I need to start doing videos. And I, I just find it in my first two videos on Twitter. It was it. It just it really was something I started thinking of because it was it could be completely coincidental. 
But it was like the brawl that was on had the main event of Strowman and Kane mm-hmm. with the winner facing Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Yet on the actual network themselves, um, they were playing the WWE 24 of Finn Balor's return. So I was like, why would – I mean, it could be completely coincidental. So I was going to say. It could be coincidental. I mean, no. It could. But could this be WWE's way of planting seeds to be like – Maybe we've actually had more in depth into this than what you think. Like, I don't, I don't doubt that Vince probably looks at Finn Balor and is like, "Eh, I don't see him as being a top guy." But I could also see Triple H coming in and arguing a point, saying like, "Really, you don't see, you don't see him as being a top guy? He held down the NXT brand for almost two solid years as champion, um, and every single time he makes his way out to the ring." Everybody does his little arm thing. Yeah. Every single person. Don't you think we're giving them we're giving them too much credit? Because I mean, I just feel like it, I don't think it's really part of their plan. I feel like I don't tri- either. Triple I H back could... Triple H back Balor and Vince. Okay, I think I said this last week or two weeks ago, or I said it on Twitter. Basically, Finn Balor was you know something Triple H convinced Vince to put him on the Universal Title uh, for a little bit. He got the title. And then once he got the freaking title, he got injured, and then Vince basically goes like, okay, this is why I only push big guys, because they can hold better in the long run. And sadly, that's the perception of a lot of old school guys. They think these younger, like more of like a CrossFit kind of body, like more of like a more lean kind of body can't do long run, long run venue or long run events because they're just too much wear and tear in the body. You need a bigger body to do that. I don't know what the behind that is, but I've talked to many professional wrestlers who have actually wrestled for Vincent Man before, especially at the, uh, my last Sky Fitness gym. One of the guys there, and other guys. But yeah, I just thought I'd throw, it out, throw that out there. It's, I guess that argument can be a little bit seen as true. Um, at the same time, I, I don't think that's, I think it might be a situation of where it ends up happening like, a, like with a Daniel Bryan. I think, the way that they're going is it could be something that wasn't supposed to happen, um, but is now blowing up into this big thing. Um, my my ideal situation for this whole thing to, to go about would be to have uh, Finn Balor turn heel mm. and uh, reunite with... I would love that, honestly. I think he'd be a great heel again. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Just so, just I know we already talked about it at the beginning of the show, and then we're gonna come right back to Balor. <laughs> but just to show you exactly how big of a news it has made, our own here we we are broadcast out of Tulsa, Oklahoma, and our Fox 23 News Facebook page has, and I quote, Vince McMahon, owner and creative head of World Wrestling Entertainment, is preparing a new professional football league. And it's funny. Fox it's funny. It's funny you brought this back up because I was actually wrote something. I actually wrote a little more stuff in a little description for later because I, I knew we'd come back to this later. So what's funny is, do you uh, do you um, think that I um, think well this would actually affect WWE at all? Like, do you see? Think- that's yeah. That's something Melser was talking about um, with uh, with Brian Alvarez. In a good way or bad uh, way, you know. Well, it, here's the thing. Meltzer remembers, and he said he said in his part, he quoted this, saying that back in 2001, he remembers how burnt out people were 
that were working on both, Vince included, because if, you know Vince was using the WWE platform to help launch the XFL, right? Um, he was saying the people that worked on both projects, both WWE and the XFL, those guys were absolutely exhausted um, at the time, and it just it fizzled out. You know that's why we only saw one season. Now, if he were to, and this was to uh, Brian Alvarez's point, if he were to actually um, hire some people, which which you know he's going to, you know he's going to hire football people because I guess apparently Vince really isn't a big football knowledge type of guy anyway, as, as weird as that was to find out. Um, he will hire people that know football. So I think this, this could be different in the fact that he looks at okay, this is a different company. He's doing it on his own, outside of WWE. And if he takes his focus and puts it towards the XFL or UFL or whatever he decides to call it, then I don't think it'll be a bad thing because he will focus his attention on that as opposed to focusing on both wrestling and football. Um, And that could also mean something good for WWE in the long run because we might actually get to see what WWE would be ran like with Vince McMahon not at the helm so much because there's no way that he could could do that. At 72 years old, there is no way Vince could honestly have his full attention on both. Mm -hmm. There's no way. Um, And and Brian Brian Alvarez brought that point up when he was talking about stockholders and shareholders wondering – if you know this would be something they would panic about, being that the head of the company is diverting his attention towards another project, yeah. you know, which they could, they very well could, but I don't think it would be a bad thing if Vince solely focuses on the XF or UFL or whatever he decides to call it. Mm-hmm. So this could be beneficial for both the potential uh, reincarnation of this football league. And it could be potentially good for the WWE, depending on how it goes. Yeah, good point. So, but I I don't know. Going back to the Balor situation, I still think the idealistic thing that could happen, um, hell, even if he's not put into the title match, what if he wins the Royal Rumble? You know? Yeah, they should. They should do that. I don't know why, because they have have given – they have given Finn Balor no real spots or no real amazing victories for – since he's been back. If I were to, if I were to do my own type of, uh, if I were to be, if I was a booker personally, booker. Well, sorry. <laughs> um, I know that they're wanting to do Reigns and Lesnar again at Mania, as if for whatever reason they didn't learn yeah. their lesson the first time. Um, I swear. Yeah. So I mean, I'm pretty much locking that in as being the WrestleMania one, and I'm I'm just going to continue to go with that. Now they could change between now and then. But if they if they were to change, then I would say the ideal booking is have Balor turn heel, reunite with Gallows and Anderson. Yeah, and, that would help Gallows and Anderson too. And, exactly. And let them be the ones that help Balor win the Rumble so that he would go on to the main event. And, you know, you could, you could easily build a heel Balor. And honestly, I think people would love to see a heel Balor. If you... If they didn't think Finn Balor was over, okay, then turn him heel and let him get booed and see how much of a good bad guy he could be. Yeah, that's a good point. You know what I mean? And putting Gallows and Anderson with him, which 
what what's interesting is I'm sure the kids would actually boo him, but then you have the wrestling. But they have enough faces. Who cares? You know. I agree, but what I'm saying is I guarantee you that he would become an instant uh, success once again with the hardcore fan base like he is already because they'd be like, look at this. The original Bullet Club members are, uh, at least three of the original members, are reunited in WWE. I would even say if they went the route of keeping Lesnar and uh, Reigns as the main event for Mania for Raw, Mm. um, have Finn Balor win – go over to SmackDown, choose to fight the SmackDown champion, and how interesting of a match would it would be if the original booking was for Nakamura and Styles for the WWE title. Well, let's just throw Balor in there, too. And what if it was Balor, Styles, and Nakamura in a triple threat? Yeah. I think that could be, that would be, in my opinion, a main event-worthy matchup. Like, screw Reigns and Lesnar, that's been seen. People's interest would be completely on Styles, Nakamura, and Balor. And that's actually sounds like a good idea, but will it happen? Will it come to fruition? Probably yeah, not. Probably not. Yeah, it's, it's probably going to happen. We're going to see Braun or Kane or I, mean, I like Kane. Braun or I, most people like Braun. The saying it's going to be a bunch of big giant guys that were the main event at WrestleMania or main event at Rumble or the winner of Rumble. And I just feel like CM Punk is one of the guys that made Vince have a bad taste in his mouth pushing guys that uh, he didn't create or that he shouldn't think should be pushed. I think, honestly, while I agree with that, I just think Vince got a very – he got a sour taste of a guy that just didn't put up with crap and didn't put up with stuff that doesn't make sense. Because if if we were to look at the CM Punk situation, I would honestly say looking at – looking at what we know at least or what's been said um i honestly think punk had a lot of valid points you know listening to the the podcast again you know he was he was trying i think punk was legitimately trying to open vince's eyes to to a new way of thinking and i don't think he actually fully got through to him yeah i think there was a part that, that that sunk in a little bit but it wasn't to a full extent i think there was just that itty bitty part of him that did say, oh, well, you know what? This this kid punk has a, has a point. Mm-hmm. But Vince being Vince probably thought that, well, you know, I, I've been doing this X amount of years. He's just the performer. He doesn't know what promoting is like. Um, and he's not, a, he's not a huge guy. But punk had a point. If you have a guy who constantly loses to, to these bigger names mm-hmm. and is never getting the rub, from at least one of them, yep. yeah, you're going to find them irrelevant at one point because that's just naturally what you've done is you've made people stop caring about him yeah, because sure. you already know how you're going to treat him. That's the Bray Wyatt effect too. <laughs> Bray Wyatt has had huge fan base behind him and still does for the most part, but people refuse to really look at him as being any kind of threat to anybody because he always ends up on the losing end of the stick. Which is odd. Like, I mean, if you, you want to build this, I mean, I don't know. It's just the fact that Bray Wyatt, the, the fact that Bray Wyatt is still a heel when he debuted back in 2013 is unbelievable to me. What do you mean? Why, At why? this point, the fanfare that Wyatt has, the fireflies, the fact that he does get cheered for the most part. Yeah, but by he immediately pushed as a heel, though. Taker was pushed as a heel for a long time, and actually, no, 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 no. Taker was pushed as a heel for two years. He 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 transferred to a face in uh, to in 1993. Well, or I'm sorry, 
I'm sorry. He didn't get booze, but when he's going against a Stone Cold or The Rock, he was always. He still got cheered. It was just a 50 50 crowd. But it wasn't until uh, the latter part of 98, 99 that Taker would get booed. And then, of course, he got booed again uh, in 2001, 2002, when he was the American badass for a few months. Your favorite. Um, Right. Um, when he was asking the whole respect thing, he's like, you need to respect me. I'm not getting the respect I deserve. That was a great thing. Um, great storytelling, but that's what I'm saying. Bray Wyatt has so much fanfare behind him. Still, the fact that they have not turned him face and capitalize on what they could on a marketing standpoint with him Mm -hmm. is baffling to me. I hundred. Yeah, I agree. So I don't know. I, I think the more I think about it, the more I'm like Balor, Nakamura, um, not Styles because Styles has actually broke through and is shown that he's a he's a great wrestler and a great entertainer. But honestly, in the case of Balor and Nakamura and some others, I honestly think they should think of venturing back towards Japan when their contracts expire because obviously WWE's uh, creative doesn't know what the hell to do with them. So. Uh, so people keep saying online too. They keep saying, you know, "Why don't they just jump to New Japan or something?" Because, I mean, look at how look how much it's exploding. Yeah, it's it, New Japan is arguably going to have the best year. It, well, arguably they had a, yeah, they no, had the, yeah. the better year of WWE this year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, five star matches galore with uh, with New Japan, um, and it's only going to get bigger from here. So. I think WWE really needs to start watching their competition, specifically, like I said at the beginning. Guys, we actually want to see. I just don't get it. Oh yeah, I definitely do think here in the next year, uh, within this next year, WWE really needs to start paying attention, and potentially, uh, you might want to start looking at changing yourself and your product a little bit because Ring of Honor and New Japan. I know what I talk about real quick, Travis. One of my main topics was, I'm just kind of pissed off because I kind of see what's going on. If Daniel Bryan finally gets to come back and have a match, I don't want his first match to be against Shane freaking McMahon. Why? I just don't. I want to see him go against AJ Styles. I want to see him go against Shinsuke. I want to get him against Kevin Owens. I want to see him go against not a professionally trained wrestler and some guy that's not going to be a title, a, you know, a universal or WWE champion in the long run or some kind of competitor for it. It doesn't okay. make sense to me. And Patrick made a good point. Uh, Patrick, our writer on RumbleRumors.com, made a good point it's literally it's the shane mcmahon show it's not even like it's not even a freaking smackdown show it's kind of all you're orienting you're you're putting all the whole show around shane mcmahon it's it should not be that way it means you're not building enough stars that can hold it well my opinion i mean it's true you do have a little bit of a point there but here's my thing. Why why not have it be Shane McMahon at because first? Because I don't want it to be. I want it to be against... I get, I get you we're not gonna see, to be. I just have a feeling we're not going to see a lot of Daniel Bryan matches. And I want the I want Daniel Bryan to have a spotlight and have him be, have really good matches. Shane can have good matches, man. But I'm, I don't want... It's like, look at this. WrestleMania, Shane versus uh, Styles. We didn't think it was going to be good. And it'd be one of the best matches of the night. But still, looking back at it, everybody still wants AJ Styles to face somebody who's an actual wrestler and who's... Done wrestling has done wrestling for their whole life. Not so I agree. Guy, you know, I agree. I, I get where you're going with that. But the reason I'm off. saying, the reason I'm saying it's not so bad of an idea hmm. to have Shane be Daniel's first opponent back, um, if that's the route they end up going. If he ends up getting cleared, you do know uh, Shane McMahon only does hard spots on everybody, right? 
it's, yeah, it's, okay. it's potential. That's literally it's, Shane's, that's Shane's style, is doing but, extremely hard but, spots. But you have a Daniel Bryan, who, which we've seen, we saw this past year with Styles and McMahon, um, that Shane can actually hold his own in an in, in an actual just yeah. wrestling match. I'm talking, yeah, but if we kept, that's true, but I just feel like that's like not a, it's not a consistent thing. They probably I don't, planned that match for freaking ever. I'm sure they did, but that that would just go even more. I'm just pissed off, safety. Travis. I know, but that would just go to more of the safety of Daniel Bryan. If they have to, if they would have to the plan their match like that. The safety of Daniel Bryan, that, put him against somebody who's trained their whole life in wrestling. That makes no sense oh, to me. Sorry. Okay, well, no, here it does make a little sense because Shane not being, yes, a what we would call a foregone athlete, but for the most part is meticulous in how he plans his stuff, which means he's going to be, he's definitely going to be safe. Now, you take a guy who, yes, a Nakamura or a AJ Styles or even a Bobby Roode, for instance, very well seasoned, very well trained, uh, definitely could be a guy that you can rely on. Bull, all, all those guys, they have spots. And even Daniel Bryan has said Nakamura has some of the hardest kicks in the world, okay? Yeah. So, what is those kicks are to the shoulder, man? Well, not all the time. If you, they, if you take the majority of kicks he does in a, per match – they're in the shoulders, they're in the sides, they're in the legs. But he still can hit with that head, and the yes. whole concern has been Daniel Bryan's concussion. Definitely. So, so you have a guy who, an AJ2 to boot, has the Pele kick, and it hits usually but right on the side or the back of the head. All man's moves he does are punching, little Hold road, on, dog, man. road dog punching. I get it, but dude... Shane McMahon throwing punches, I'm sure those are some, no offense to Shane, I'm sure he can actually throw a punch, but I'm sure that those are some of the, some weak punches. But, but being look, a professional wrestler for that long, they should be able to know how to scale back if you're, if you're a guy you're going against, especially if you're a professional wrestler. They can I understand scale that, back. but sometimes, sometimes stuff happens. And even Daniel Bryan has said, people especially that have been trained over in Japan, they are trained in a much more stiff style, yeah. period. So it's it's stuff like that that can it's accidents. It's I don't like care, Travis. I'm pissed. Happen. Well, be pissed all you want, because guess what? You, you can be right pissed about shit. I'm gonna be pissed about shit. You get you'll fit right into millennials. So get pissed and Travis, do whatever. You get more you, you get more irked in the show than I do. What are you talking about? I mean, I get more irked about stupid stuff in regards to like, okay, well that was a dumb decision. Yeah. But I don't think this would necessarily be. I dumb. got a feeling most people on this would kind of agree with me. If Daniel Bryan was coming back for his match, and he's probably not going to have a lot of major matches, let's save his comeback at, like, WrestleMania versus, like, maybe Styles or somebody who's going to be there for a long time or helping a new person come up, or I don't know. But I just feel like Daniel Bryan has been one of those guys that the people made become prominent, and we want to see Daniel Bryan go against somebody that holds the stature of a Daniel Bryan. Well, let's let's put something in perspective here. Okay? No more perspectives. I win. No. WWE, for the most part, um, as it stands at this moment, mm -hmm. if they don't let him wrestle, Daniel Bryan's not going to be there next year. Oh, 100%. He will not be here. So people are going to get the Daniel Bryan that they want. He's going to wrestle in 2018. There's no if, there's no ands, there's no buts about it. And, and more specifically to that, Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks are about to put on Maybe a 10,000 uh, sure. 10, seat show of their with their own money. They are going to promote their own event. And the rumors are that it would be right around the time that Daniel Bryan's contract expires. Mm -hmm. So who's to say that you can't get Daniel Bryan on that show? And I guarantee you, if they did, that 10,000-seat venue that they've never been able to fill or whatever the whole steel is behind it is that 
they can't they can't promote an event for ten thousand people to fill an arena. You put Daniel Bryan in ring return on that, you sell it out that quick. And Cody and Daniel both have been on Twitter several times, just bantering back and forth about a potential rematch between the two of them. Only this time on the indie scene. So you cannot tell me that that wouldn't sell either. So what you're wanting, you're wanting a Brian Danielson or WWE's Daniel Bryan to make a comeback next year. You're going to get what you want. It just may not be with WWE. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. Because everybody usually, how do I say this? People usually, uh, well, I guess it depends who you, who you care about and who you think is popular and who you think holds, holds a stature in your mind. But I feel like if you're not, if you don't finish your career in WWE or have your prominent match in WWE, most people just don't remember you. I think that's. But that's I think why that's I said it's debatable. But it's debatable. That's why you but see, I think it's more. That's why you see guys like Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy coming back. Different guys who know. It's more debatable now. Yeah. Would you I, don't I, think Jericho is going to have one of his last matches back in WWE? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. And we're talking but about one of the on, best of all time. On. You're you're talking about you're talking about something in uh, specific here. You're talking about yeah. when you're talking about the Hardys and Jericho. Well, this is a, about, extremely opinionated. It has no like real fact. Has no facts. Well, you're it. talking about three guys who are 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 WWE uh, products. Jericho's Jer- not. Well, hold on. Chris Jericho has even said himself that yes, while he went here and there and even had his stint in WCW. He never really he thought he never really called a home until he got to WWE. Of course, but he got. So, but that's and he but calls his, himself a WWE guy. Of course, he has flat out said that. But I'm just saying this is a this is an opinionated topic, so nobody I, can I win this that. one. I get that, but your opinion actually has a little bit of validation to it. Uh, with the with the three examples you gave, the Hardys are are homegrown WWE guys, so they of course they want to they want to finish their career where they started. Jericho has always called WWE his home since he. I'm pretty sure there. Goldberg came back just to have one of his last matches, right? If he Goldberg didn't... didn't come back because it was WWE. Goldberg came back because he wanted to see his son wrestle, and there was no other company that had the financial means. I'm to confused though. If he thought he could wrestle at ROH for his last match, his his kid could have saw him. Right? He could not. No, because no. Goldberg has what? flat out said that it would have to come down to money. Okay. ROH the, could not that, pay that, that, That's shitty that then. Money. Goldberg would not get paid. What okay, but I thought this time it was about his kid. I mean, doesn't I love, matter. Yeah. You still got to make your money, boo. I'm saying, but you're going back and forth. You're saying it's about his kid, but now it's with the money. I'm not going back and forth. Goldberg, personal reasons, wanted his son to wrestle. But let me ask you something. Uh-huh. If somebody is, if you want to go and wrestle, let's say you're somebody that was of Goldberg stature, okay? Yeah. You and I am. <laughs> I'm Ramsey. Okay. <laughs> you were a huge star for one company. Mm-hmm. You had a sour taste in your mouth for this company. You still want to have your son wrestle. But at the end of the day, this is part of your job. You still need to get paid, right? So you being the big star that you are, you know you're a name. You know you're worth a certain amount. You know there's only one company that could actually fulfill your price. Ring of Honor can't do it. Ring of Honor ain't going to pay you fifty grand to step in the ring. They ain't doing uh, it. Probably more than that, yes. They ain't even going to – well, that's my point, though. <laughs> if you can't even make $50,000, you what makes you think that because Goldberg he wanted, would step the whole, up? The whole point of this topic was to people come back to WWE to finish their career. That's all I was saying. But I doubt – I don't think that that's – especially here within the, re, the recent two years, yeah. I don't think that's going to be the case. Like, I'll say five years from now. I don't think with the rise of the independent scene like it has been – 
you're going to see a lot of guys that are just going to be like, no, the WWE is not the end-all, be-all anymore. And it, and it already slowly has not become that. People don't care. People are starting to drift away from WWE because it's the same stuff. Well, that's true. But, you know, the funny part is a lot of um, – arguably a lot of a, uh, other companies – mimic and copy storylines from past WB superstars and dude every stars. everything in wrestling is recycled now oh yeah you can't find any yeah there's very few originality now but but there's different ways that you can deliver it that makes it feel fresh you know what i mean mm-hmm. and that's what i think ring of honor has done a very good job of doing again that that's why Here's I the thing you. though the, the, the biggest problem i think is they're focusing more on wrestling and WWE focuses more on Kissing each other's asses, political stuff behind the scenes. It's like just they've just got they've gotten so far away from wrestling as a product. They're so entertainment. I just don't get it. I love the entertainment aspect of it, but I want yeah. to see a good wrestling match. I'm not, you know, you're not. I'm not going to tune into the XFL to see them talk on the mic. Right. No, I agree. <laughs> or, I mean, initially, you know. And that's what several people have made the argument for too: is that WWE has definitely shifted from being about wrestling to being about entertainment. But hell, even Vince McMahon has said that is that they were sports. Then when he took over, they were sports entertainment. But now he he says WWE is just entertainment. So he really doesn't have he doesn't consider WWE as wrestling. They're just entertainment, and that's what's sad. They are an entertainment show that just so happens to have some wrestling in it. Mm-hmm. That's that's what it is. Guys, uh, companies like Ring of Honor, New Japan that value the actual sport of wrestling will tell you they value the wrestling over the story first. Yeah, yeah. and they should because it's wrestling. It's pro wrestling. You know, uh, but mm-hmm. again, as I stated before, Ring of Honor is finally finding that niche of being able to do a good combination of both. They are all about the wrestling, but they're finding ways to integrate a good story into there, too. So it's just a believable story that they're going with. It's not something far fetched. You know, it's yeah. not something that's kid friendly all the time. It's it's still friendly. It's still kitty friendly because they're not. They're not using, like, nudity and profanity all the time and stuff like that. Um, there are questionable moments. But they're finding that balance between being a wrestling show that has some entertainment aspects in it. Yeah, that's, I mean, I'm just... Uh, so I'm saying... I'm still pissed off about Daniel Bryan. Huh? I'm still pissed off about Daniel Bryan, sorry. Oh, I'm sure you're going to be until you get your way. It's not my way. The freaking guy needs to have a good, some good first match. Reco- this is what's happening to me. Every single guy that comes this back. This is what's happening to me. Yeah. <laughs> Every single guy that comes back from an injury nowadays or whatever, a comeback story or finally gets the title, they either they either publicize it before they come back and ruin the surprise for me. It's like, that sucks. Good job getting the ratings you wanted. Or they just don't make the match nobody it, people want to see. But just, you know, But you know who is doing that? What? that's the whole point though i'm saying you're you're right our last our last topic you're right they're making things happen people actually want to see compared to you know i mean that's and that's one thing jericho said on a recent interview with land storm is uh this whole deal with new japan the the one thing that jericho has expressed and this is the the biggest thing with wrestling that i agree with him 100 percent on is we live in an era where it's so hard to keep a secret these days it's so hard to keep things quiet but jericho announced that 
they had been planning this for months, like at least four, if not six months before. But it was still a surprise, though, Travis. Everybody got shocked. Everybody, yes. because nobody so knew about it. If you're it. telling me two people from different continents can somehow get together with a giant company like New Japan and a independent wrestler at the time because he wasn't under WB contract and talk somehow without anybody knowing or really anybody knowing or getting out there. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm confused. Why can't it happen in the WB locker room between uh, and Finn Balor and events? Hey, Finn Balor, you're coming back from your injury. Don't tell anybody. We're going to surprise everybody. No, I we're going to put you in a freaking dark match uh, the day before, uh, dark, uh, you know, dark match the day before and publicize it on WB.com. Pisses me I agree. Off. I, I mean, I agree. I don't, I don't, I'm not arguing with you. I agree. I'm just as frustrated with it. That's why that it goes back to our whole point when we've said it several times on this show before. We don't give out spoilers. Yeah. Nope. We don't do spoilers because I'm sorry. That's the one thing that as I got older. As you get older, you, yeah. You still enjoy, like us exactly. that still watch wrestling and still enjoy it. What's one of the best things we enjoyed about wrestling? Being surprised. Mm-hmm. We loved when we would see a comeback from somebody that we didn't expect or somebody came out of nowhere that you didn't see coming. That that was the greatest thing, you know? And so, yeah, I'm right there with you. I get the frustration. I understand it. But it still can be done, and there is still wrestling out there that can accommodate to what you're looking for. You just might yeah, have to look a little is, bit harder for the it. The problem is I don't want to read captions all day, and the New Japan wrestlers, majority of them are Asian still. I just did not want, and you know, to get. Oh no, they offer English commentary. I know. Oh no, the commentary, but when they're on the mic and stuff. I mean, I do want to. Get, I know I love wrestling, but I do like to learn about people and get drawn into the storyline. And it's hard when they have English captions, personally. Well, sure. I mean, granted, you, but you know, at the same time, and and I'm not trying to go on a spiel here at all. Yeah. But uh, the movie, The Passion. We've had, of the we've Christ, had more spiels today. We had in a long time. Yeah, well, the, like The Passion of the Christ is a movie that comes to mind that had nothing but subtitles because it was done in Arabic, and yet after a while, even that's though a, that's a that's a one movie show, not a tune in every single week thing. True, but what I was getting at is the the longer you watch something like that, the subtitles don't really get to you as bad because yeah. you're like you're like, well, okay, I get it, I can still focus on the story. They're still emphasizing. That's emotion. a good point. Yeah. So, so it can be done. Just you just have to either have patience with it and try something new out, or stick to the same old product that you're going to get. That's yeah. Well, I actually texted Travis today and said, "Hey, we're going to make this a, like a 30 minute episode because I have a lot of things to do." Well, and guess course, what? He says this has literally been the longest episode I think we've ever had. I'm not saying that because I doubt that's the case. It's been an hour and 15 minutes. You've got to quit saying well, we're having short. I've I've. I've said this to you, I don't know how many times. Every freaking time. You've got to stop being like, oh, we're going to keep it You know why? Because I have plans. My only day is off Sunday, man, and I have plans. I, no, trust me. I understand. I understand. I was in that same boat for quite a while. Oh, man. So I get it, but it, you never once heard me say, all right, we're going to keep it 45, or we're going to keep it a 30-minute. No. You and I have – Yeah, and because people, I'm the one you, doing the production over here. You're the, you you're like the, you're the artist. People. You, of all people, should know that anytime you put a time limit on it, it's never come to fruition. So why do you keep doing it? Sometimes it does. Sometimes I cut it off quick. But when I get really excited about a topic or getting going, I can't Yeah, that's why, that's why you just don't put a time limit on it. Just be like, okay, we'll, well, we'll talk every, about what we want to well, talk about. Well, sorry, <laughs> sorry to say this is the podcast world and a business world. So most of the times if you have over or under a certain amount – um, people don't want to listen to it or it's too much. They say, oh, an hour and 20 minutes. I want to invest in that. 
I just want to say Jericho puts on at least an hour to 15 to hour 30 podcast. So it's freaking Chris Jericho. You're going to I'm just Chris Jericho I'm just the to the Ramsey and there. Travis show. I'm just throwing the point out there. We're, we're working on that level. We're yeah, getting I hope there. So. We're, we're, Hey, we're getting, we have a lot more followers and fans than what we had a year ago. Oh, definitely. So we're, we're working it. We're working on it. And uh, thank you to everybody for this, this past year that has helped us get off the ground. Just yeah. FYI. We appreciate every bit of support and please continue to do that and share us with all of your other wrestling buddies. Yep. You got somebody that you want to be like, Hey, check out this podcast between these two dudes that act like they know everything, but really they probably um, don't know part of the you shit. act like you know everything. I just could correct it all the time. Oh, okay. So that just means I know everything. So we're no. good. <laughs> well, <either laughs> thank way, you for that. I could, it could be. I said, I, I said, you act like you know everything, and oh, I, I no, am I being corrected. Thank you. I, 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 I never thought you So, would everybody, make appreciate. sure you tell everybody not to tune in to Travis and just to tune in to me. Oh, okay. That would be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Let's take the volume button and just turn it down every five seconds. Or I could, okay. if I wanted to spend time, I could distort your voice the whole time, make it look weird. Hey, but that could make me even cooler. Be like, no, he's this right. ominous guy. Yeah, that's <laughs> actually actually a good idea. It's actually not a bad idea. Uh, too bad it would take a lot of freaking editing time. Um, <laughs> so I will um, see you guys next week. And actually, next week, oh, it falls on Christmas Eve, but it's we we record in the morning. We should be good, Travis, right? I think we should be. Hey, if anything, and if you're up for it, we might have to uh, think about maybe doing it the day before, maybe. I'm not working next Saturday, so. Yeah, and if you're not working next Saturday, man, I'm up early. We should be able to be fine. I just don't know what I planned that day, I mean, just in case. Oh, no, that's cool. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, uh, if we do a Saturday, we can do a Saturday. Uh, well, guys, if you want to talk to me, you can find Ramsey on uh, Twitter at WWE Ramsey. And, Travis. If you want, yeah, if you want to find me and talk to the know-it-all, I am at Travis underscore Falhark. And we, of course, are Rumbling Reality, Ooh. and we are sponsored by RumblingRumors.com. Bam. Which, by the way, you should go and like us on Facebook. You should go follow us on Twitter, absolutely, if you aren't already. Of course, I don't understand how you couldn't if you're listening to the show right mm -hmm. now. But I digress. You should also go visit RumblingRumors.com because guess what? There's a lot of free wallpaper out there. There's also great articles from great writers, up-and-coming writers. You're going to be entertained one way or another. So keep that in mind. And as I've said before, take care, y'all. And this time, just flip your hair back. Um, what if you don't have a lot of hair? Then just do something. We need to come up with another ending of the flip the hair back thing. Something more. Hey, but you got to admit, I've, I've done pretty good about mixing it up. <laughs> I know. I'm just, I'm just, I basically what I'm doing right now is giving you crap so I can find the outro music. Okay, well here I got, I got one for you. There we go. In the case of Ramsey, comb over your hair. Next time, goodbye mm. and good night. Bang. <laughs>